Welcome to the Strategy Session Podcast, where ASI's editors provide tips and tactics to help promotional product professionals improve their businesses. In every episode, we go one-on-one with a business strategy expert to gather winning insights. The conversations are sure to be insightful and entertaining. Welcome to Strategy Session. This is Nicole Rollander, editor of Wearables. Today we're joined by Craig Mertens, president of Digital Art Solutions, which has welcomed 1,500 new clients in the past year. DAS has introduced lots of new offerings to the marketplace, including an enhanced version of its Rhinestone multi-decoration system, a three-day multi-decoration university training event, and more than 40 live webcasts on multi-decoration and CorelDRAW. The company also added features to its Rhinestone design software and released a new edition of its campus apparel marketing system. Craig has been on our Power 75 list since its inception as one of the decorated apparel industry's most influential people and companies. Today, I wanted to talk about some of the results of the Power Poll, a survey that we ask individuals on the Power 75 to complete. It takes a look at the marketplace's current events and uh, future opportunities and challenges. So welcome to the podcast, Craig. Well, hey, thanks. I want to, first of all, thank you for involving me in this. I always like getting involved in opportunities to uh, to share my experience in, in the industry. It's it's rather interesting to see that uh, the evolution of the Power 75, you know, it started off a few years ago, and I, it's really gained a lot of momentum, so it's really fun to be a part of that. So thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. So so let's jump into the questions. We're coming into an election year, and uh, 91% of the Power 75 have a positive outlook for the industry. you agree with that? Oh, definitely. You know, I, my basis of experience for that is primarily going to be seeing people's investment habits in decorating equipment, in software. You know, people are spending money on equipment right now, and that's a that's a very good sign for our industry. It means there's a, a market demand; they're ramping up. So I definitely see a, a very positive outlook for the you know promotional products industry and apparel decoration industry for this year, for sure. Yeah, and you know, every year since the recession about five or six years ago. Um, our say the industry survey has shown that that people, you know, every single year have rated the health of the industry higher and higher. So that hopefully, you know, bodes well for us again um, in going into 2016. So on the flip side, uh, what do you see as one challenge, um, like you know, like reacting faster to trends or online adaptability that uh, you see for decorators? Well, you know, I think from my perspective, you know, we're in the graphic software business and. I think with the online proliferation of, you know, design assured online and, and all this technology that's come on board, you know, I think graphics have become more important and being able to engage clients in graphics. You know, the thing that we see is the online, you know, products have, have a tendency to kind of depersonalize things. And so one of the things that, you know, we put a lot of focus on is our Campus Pro marketing system because, we, we you know, there's no substitute for boots on the ground. And I think having getting clients to go out and actually physically engage with clients instead of relying on websites and and social media is is definitely a huge opportunity for them. And you know, it's it's pretty easy for somebody you know to invest in like an online design software, but it's you know it's harder to drive traffic to it. So there's really no substitute for you know engaging people, shaking hands, getting catalogs out there, you know, doing you know creative services for companies. So I, I you know from my perspective, I think making things less internet and more personal is kind of the direction that we we have a tendency to lead clients in. Yeah, that's great. So it's kind of turning a, a challenge into an opportunity then. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I like that. So, so kind of segueing, let's let's talk about what customers want from decorators. Three quarters of the Power 75 members agree that customers shop primarily on price. Unfortunately, um, that's a sharp increase from 2014's Power Poll, when a little less than half of respondents agreed with the same statement. 
Um, also, nearly all agree that clients actively seek additional services from decorators. So what's your take on those uh, results? And, and what do you think decorators can do if most customers are really that price conscious? Well, you know, I guess I'm a little controversial on this topic. I mean, I talk to, you know, I talk to decorators every day. And, and at trade shows, I talk to hundreds and hundreds of promotional products distributors. And you know, I have a couple qualifying questions I, I always ask them. I always ask them, what are you do, doing that's different from the other tens of thousands of promotional products distributors out there. What, what sets you apart? What are you doing that's different? Here's the same old stock answers, answers, you know, I have great service and, you know, I've got good prices and all these things. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if all you're doing is putting logos on stuff and, you know, there's tens of thousands of other people that are putting logos on stuff, you know, there's really nothing you're doing that's really adding value. And, and I think the challenge is that, especially for promotional products distributors and decorators, is adding value. And from my perspective, you know, graphics is part of the value that you add. Once you engage an end user, a client, in the process of developing a graphic, whether it's for a, you know, a marketing objective or it's for an event or something that's going on, or just a restyling of a corporate logo or a restyling of a corporate identity, once you engage them in that, they're yours. And so, you know, I, we try to advocate getting clients out of the logos and stu on stuff mode and get them into more of the, what I like to call it, the creative consultant mode. And you're certainly seeing that with decorators. Decorators get that part. They're in the trenches every day with graphics, with products distributors. The top 5% get it. You know, they have creative departments. They have graphic designers. Um, but, you know, it, you know, folks that have been in the industry a long time, you know, they're starting to wake up. And I think the, what the wake-up call for them is all the online purchasing and all the Internet stuff that's going on where it has kind of somewhat become depersonalized. And so, again, engaging clients on a personal level you know, graphics is a great way to do that. So that's kind of how I see it. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think that that's also something that people will say, oh, yeah, I, I, I know about that. But when they're actually, you know, talking with the client, I think they have to sort of remember that, like, what other things can they put this this graphic on? What other ways can they sort of push that logo or that, that design out there to um, their clients, you know, customers or end users? Um, so one-third of the Power 75 will be executing a strategic plan next year, and another 30% will be listing, um, with another 30% listing sustained sales growth as their number one personal goal for 2016 for their businesses. Um, you know, Digital Art Solutions has been very successful. So, so what would you say your number one goal, number one or number two goal, are for your company in 2016? Yeah, that's an easy one for us, and uh, that goal hasn't changed since the inception of our company. Um, we, we believe that by staying innovative, the, the, the sales will, will occur naturally, organically, if we stay innovative. And, you know, it's, it's funny, we've been an industry leader since, you know, the inception of our company 23 years ago. And, you know, I never really planned on being the research and development department for my competitors, but it's kind of been that way. And, you know, I could feel sorry for myself. People, you know, oftentimes copy what we do or emulate what we do, and I could sit around and we could feel sorry for ourselves, but we don't do that. What we do is we just keep moving the target out. And so, you know, if somebody's aiming for the target that we're currently at, you know, if we move that target out another 600 yards, they don't even know that target's out there. So staying innovative really is the, the solution for us. And what well, we do that, do that through a variety of methods, you know, like new software technologies. We're bringing on an embroidery technology for 2016 that's going to be a pretty big deal. And we're going to make embroidery affordable and easy for people. We're going to kind of demystify that. Mm -hmm. We've really focused a lot on, on creating um, content business development kits where we create a kit that has a set of graphics that provides a complete solution, including all the marketing collateral for a client to go after a specific market. We did that with stickers and decals this year. We're doing that with monogramming right now. We just released a, a revolutionary new monogramming product for 
heat press vinyl, sublimation, laser engraving, embroidery, applique. So, you know, for us, it's, it's all about staying innovative and training. You know, if you say secondary goal, I would say would be expanding our training program. You know, we feel like we're an industry leader in training. You know, we list, I just totaled it up last year. Um, year to date, uh, we've taught over 50 live webcasts, and I've, I've taught over 30 classes at training, classes at trade shows. And, you know, people are hungry for education, and, you know, we're going to continue to expand our education program for this year, and, and we're really excited about that. A lot of new topics and new ideas and, and a lot more video and, and uh, hands-on processes with production equipment. That's, that's a goal for, for next year. So. Yeah, I, I love what you said about, you know, creating modules and, and collateral for people to go out and sell, say, monograms or something or go after a different market because I think that's what people are looking for. Um, you know, they don't have a lot of time, and so this is a way for them to really get a crash course but but all the tools that they that they need. So I think that's that's all fantastic. Well, you know, one of the things that we've found is the more work that we do for people, mm -hmm. the more successful. So if we, if we leave too much of the work to them to have to do, um, you know, it's, there's always excuses of why they don't engage and get started and things. Well, we do all the work for them, you know, whether it's, you know, creating stock designs or, you know, flyers or marketing collateral. I mean, that's been kind of the key with our campus apparel marketing system is, you know, we actually have a physical catalog that has all the graphics in it. It's all coded. They can actually drop a, you know, a catalog off on a client's desk. And, and then they have all the artwork that, you know, ties into that graphics or into that catalog. And then every single month they can download new artwork that's topical and get sales flyers in, in front of customers. And the key is just, you know, doing the work for them and taking away all their excuses. You know, that's it. You know, if you can take away everyone's excuses and all they have to do is, you know, do the, the basic rudimentary work, they can be really successful. If you have to do all the background collateral and marketing and all the planning and all that, you know, it's, that's, leave that on us. We're good at that. You know, you guys just go out and sell. That was kind of our motto. So there you go. All right. Well, you know, we talk about people not having a lot of time to do stuff. So social media is another one of those things. Um, four out of five Power 75 members believe social media's, social media's marketing reach um, and relevance will increase. Last year, 83% said its import, importance would grow. Um, so what do you think? In the decorated apparel industry, how will social media's use as an effective marketing tool change in, in 2016? And again, that's another area where people say, oh, yeah, we, we should do it, but we don't have time. So, so how do you view social media in this industry moving forward? Well, I mean, to be candid, I mean, social, let's be honest, social media is Facebook. You know, in terms of the marketing tool that, that you know, most people are using for social media, they're using Facebook. You know, on a personal level, I'm a huge Twitter guy. You know, I'm, I'm a big sports fan. I follow celebrities. I follow you know, uh, my favorite soccer team, and it's a great tool for, you know, you know, follow, following things that are of interest to you. But in terms of following businesses, you know, not that many businesses are that interesting, honestly. Facebook's another story. It's very engaging. And one of the things that we, we see is in the, the younger generation, which I would define as the under-30 crowd, you know, honestly, they don't, they don't really want to talk to human beings. <laughs> you know, what they want to do is they want to go online, they want to research, they want to go on social media, they want to review, read reviews, they want to go to forums. You know, they you know they they are very comfortable in you know that you know I'm not saying it's antisocial, but they're very comfortable in that social media environment. They grew up on that. My kids grew up on that. They're in their 20s now, so you have to adapt to that. You know, and we when we go to trade shows and we we you know we're dealing with an older demographic. They still want to shake hands and they still want to talk to you and they still have questions. And but the younger crowd, they want to exchange emails and they want to, you know, go on, you know, Facebook and post. So you have to adapt to that. And if you want to get to that younger demographic that's going to be running our country here in the in the coming years, you have to adapt to social media. You have and you have to find time to do it. And we've put a big energy and effort into our Facebook page this year, and it's really paid a lot of dividends. 
And what I like about Facebook, you know, it's very engaging. I can do videos. I can publish an article. I can put a link to an iPod or podcast. You know, we can do a contest. We can give away free sample files. So I, I think, you know, if, if you're not involved in social media at some level, you need to get involved. And, you know, as far as an end user is concerned, I always tell my end users, hey, listen, it doesn't have to be the greatest, you know, if you, if you don't have the greatest web page on the face of the earth, don't worry about it. But you know what? You better have a good Facebook presence. And not, I'm not talking about your personal page. I'm talking about a fan page. And you need to get that set up right and publishing um, examples of your work, setting up a photo gallery of the kind of work you're doing, letting customers know about promotions and sales you're doing, you know, possibly linking that to e-commerce. Um, you know, that, that's where it's at. So, yeah, social media is a big deal, and, and people have to get with it. I mean, that's where it's, that's where it's all headed. So there you go. That's my thoughts on it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so last question. So though digital printing is expected to be the most popular decoration method in 2016, Power 75 members are slightly less enthusiastic about it. That's 44% than they were um, when we asked them about it in last year's power poll. That was 48%. Personally, what do you, what decoration method do you think will be most popular with end buyers in 2016? Well, you know, it's a tough question just because the, oftentimes the decoration process is dictated by the product. So, you know, there, you know, certain products are suitable to digital printing, sublimatable products, a cell phone cover, for example. Mm -hmm. but, but, you know, that, so that process is going to be dictating, you know, by the product. And, you know, from my perspective on the wearable side of things, you know, the, you know nothing's ever going to replace screen printing. Screen printing is going to continue to be the most popular apparel decoration process. And there's, there's nothing that's going to replace it. There's, there's no technology. So as far as a digital technology replacing screen printing in apparel decoration, that's, you know, it hasn't been there hasn't been a machine that's been invented, uh, invented yet that's going to compete, you know, favorably on price and production capacity with screen printing. But the the process, you know, especially with decorators, the way they're entering the industry now, decorators are entering the industry not through apparel decor, you know, not through screen printing. They're entering through a single head embroidery machine. They're entering through a desktop sublimation system, and and more importantly, they're entering through a vinyl cutter and a heat press. So if you were to ask me, you know, the most popular, the most rapid-growing decoration process, that's an easy one. It's a vinyl cutter and a heat press. You know, all these specialty films that are available, mm -hmm. minimum order of one. You know, we invented that process of creating rhinestone heat transfers with a vinyl cutter. That's, that's become a, a worldwide standard. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure when glitter vinyl is going to go away. It's bigger than it's ever been. In fact, there's a worldwide shortage on the base material. So, um, and, you know, monogramming ties into that, too, you know, and that's, that's the, the trend that we see. You know, you talk about heat press vinyl and sublimation plus monogramming, that's a big deal. And, uh, you know, it kind of started in uh, the southern part of the United States, and it's, and it's kind of grown itself north. But, you know, it, I, would, I would definitely say vinyl cutter, heat press vinyl from the decorator's perspective, from end user perspective, it's just going to be dictated based on the product. You know, certain products are suitable to certain processes. And uh, I don't think people are going to be screen printing on polo shirts anytime soon. I think they'll probably stick to embroidery. So there you go. Yeah, well, th Greg, thanks you so much for joining us. Today. You've given us so many great insights, and, and I know that our listeners are going to are gonna really benefit from, from uh, hearing you. So thank you so much again for joining us. Oh, hey, my pleasure. I appreciate you asking me. Thanks. This has been the latest episode of ASI's Strategy Session Podcast. To listen to all of our podcasts, go to asicentral.com slash podcast.